I'm a little bit of Southern, and I'm a little bit of West Coast, and together we're the Nashville Darlings. Welcome back to the Nashville Darlings. This is Roxanne. I am joined by the lovely Leslie. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'm already sweating. And we just started. We didn't just start. We started an hour ago. (laughs) Yeah, we started an hour ago. Um, You know, this is a... I like that this podcast, I feel like we can be very honest and transparent with the people who... With our audience. Because they love us no matter what. Let me just say... This shit is not easy. (laughs) This is not. Um, We've had more technical difficulties last episode. We, I am praying we sound so clear in your ear right now. That's how it should have been last episode. We got here this morning. We think we figured out the problem. Hopefully we are rocking and rolling again. Um, But yeah, it's just been an adventure. We've been here for an hour just trying to get this thing set up again and neither one of us really know what we're doing so we're just having to wing this yeah completely (laughs) but you know what we made it through it's monday starting the week off i mean it's monday when we're recording this it's going to be wednesday when you hear this but we're starting the week off good everything is working and it's going to be a great episode. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So, okay. So what is going on in the world of Nashville or how was your week? Weekend? Weekend. It's it's Monday. So it would be weekend. Yeah. My weekend was really good. Um, I got my groove back. I have energy. I am in the second trimester now. So I just, the nausea just like melted away and I hope I'm not jinxing it. But, but I you feel should be really excited good. about it. I am so this is the happy part of being pregnant. The second trimester when you have energy and you've got the belly bump and you feel all cute and I'm I've been waiting for this and so I'm so happy we're here and you can probably hear it in my voice. I am so excited I am here. And you right came now. in this morning with just a ton of energy. Yeah. So. And Leslie was you were probably like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, who is this person? Because I haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> yeah, I've been, um, you know, just hidden under sweatpants and um, taking preggy pops. But anyway, it was a good weekend. I, um, what did I do? Oh, we went to, we're in the full, like, fall swing of things. So I went to Barry's Bushel Basket for the first time. For, I love it. Oh, my gosh. So for anyone who does not know who is in Middle Tennessee, Barry's Bushel Basket uh, in Dixon is the cutest little roadside establishment. <laughs> yeah. Well, so um, I have pumpkin patch pictures of my girls from last year. Um, oh, is that done, where you that's guys where we went? Done. And uh, I'm gonna like plug a photographer here. Like this is not intentional, but yeah. Um, Ashley Barnhill, who just does amazing work. Yeah. Um, she took my girls out there she had minis out there and they are some of my most favorite pictures that my girls have ever had I didn't have Barrick in that one um bless his heart he's been left out a couple times now (laughs) but I just feel like there are some little photo shoots that like it's okay with just the girls yeah Yeah. just the girls so 
Um, but they do. They have like some really cool pumpkins, like the stacking pumpkins, and the mums are massive. They're giant. Um, and I think they sell coffee there. I've never yes. gotten to go inside really and like. So we went inside and I could smell the coffee and I was like ready for a coffee. And the sweet, I don't know if she was the owner. I, I, she kind of gave me owner vibes, um, but she made me a latte and it was so good. Um, and then the mums were hu- are humongous. Mm-hmm. I got three huge mums. And what's cool is that if you go there, there's like a whole field of mums that they are, they have like on an irrigation system. And you can go into this field and literally pick your mum depending on you know if you want it to have just bloomed you don't want it to be fully bloomed yet just in different stages you just pull out the little irrigation line and you pay whatever one you want so I'm such a nervous Nelly okay yeah so I never want to just like do something like my husband will just do something yeah and it's not a big deal right and inside I'm like oh my god but that's wrong like oh my god we're gonna be touching their stuff yes and so (laughs) I see the pictures. I've never bought mums from them. Yeah. I've bought, like, pumpkins. So it's just an irrigation she, like She's the one who told me. She gave me permission. She said, okay. if you don't like the mums that are in the front of the building, go into the field. Pick which one you want. We've got some pink ones back there, too. Just pull out the little line and, and just pick out okay. your mums. I was like, is that some sort of, like security system to keep the mom so that like they're locked up yeah i kind of thought that's what it was i feel dumb now (laughs) well i wouldn't have gone and trampled in there because it doesn't look like hey come on in Um, yeah this looks like where they're growing them so no she gave us permission but the pumpkins okay so i have been to some of the like very popular farmers markets mm-hmm. and pumpkin patches all over Nashville and Franklin and all the bougie spots and all those really really cute places that have the great photo ops. Barry's bushel basket is top notch. Like totally beats those bougie totally places. beats it and there's parking. And there's parking. That's huge. That's and a big deal. I paid way less than I would have Mm -hmm. going to one of those other farmer's markets. The mums, and this is at the time of now and today. If Barry's (laughs) changes this, I don't know. But the mums were $16, and they were humongous. They are huge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember how much the pumpkins were. I didn't buy that many. I'm going to go back because I'm afraid they're going to rot before I've really had a chance to have them sitting out for too long. I want to go. There's a new little one, um, like, right next to my house. It's, like, a little roadside. But I don't think they have the really big ones. And I want the big ones. Mm-hmm. I think in years past, I've paid up to, like, $32 for the big ones. So to pay such a low price for the big moms, like, that's a great deal. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And actually, so I posted it. And I had... Actually, on Facebook, I had like a bunch of people messaging me like, I've never been to that place. And da, da, yeah, da. because it's literally off the beaten path. Like you have to go to me. It's it's such a, everybody's going to laugh if they hear this. And I'm like, it's 30 minutes down the road. Um, <laughs> but like where I'm from, you could get from my house to the beach in like 15 minutes because it's all like flat, flat road. Yeah. So and it's quite the drive. But yeah. like. Here, everything to me is like 30 minutes away. Everything's forever away. Yeah. But you don't go out there 
And you don't go out there because there's nothing out there. There's nothing out there because Dixon County is so big. It's a big county. And this is way out on Sylvia Road, which the only reason I even know about Sylvia Road or anything that's out that way is that when we first moved here, we almost bought a house Mm-mm. on Sylvia Road. That's too far. And it's, the road is what scared me because it's kind of a busy road. And it was an adorable house. You've probably seen it. It was like, it's a blue house, has a red roof. Um, it was on three acres. It's right on Sylvia, very close to the um, little airport that's right there. You almost bought that house. Uh, we almost I bought almost that house. I sold that house to one of my clients. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yep. was, what, six years ago? We almost bought that house. but And it was so cute on the inside. Like, I think the owner at the time was a musician or dabbled in it so they had all like the guitars on the wall it was very nashville on the inside it was just a little too small for us at the time and um that road made me a little nervous having carson so young but i mean it's a beautiful area out there Mm -hmm. um but it's just like it's vast you know it's 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 pretty far out there you're a solid 13 minutes from like a grocery store yeah yeah, but really cool, and Berries, everyone has to go to Berries. Just, like, run over to Berries and give them some business um, because they are lovely, lovely Such people. A gym. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, only other thing in, in my family right now that is news is uh, our F1 trip to Austin is on the rocks. Not really sure what's going to happen there. <gasps> Why? Uh, babysitter. Just Carson. send him to my house. Just bring I him to my house. I can't leave him with you for four days. Why? I would feel bad. For what? He'd have a blast. Well, he would have a we'll blast. I, this okay, after. we'll have to discuss it after the fact. To go. Okay, but this is. There's only one other reason why we are contemplating rescheduling this trip. So apparently, that uh, you know, F1 in Austin has really sold out. And we looked at our tickets. Oh, and you could make some money off of them. We could probably make a ton of money off of the tickets if we were to sell them, which is not something I never buy tickets to resell. I'm not like I've but, never But I mean, if you have that. to cancel, there needs to be a perk. Well, and then I was thinking maybe we make some money and then plan a bigger baby moon. It's not a bad idea. And do something like I was actually thinking. I mean, are you going to like Charleston or something? Are you even going to enjoy F1 being pregnant? Because I, I feel was, like I'm, I'm only going to enjoy F1 if I can drink. And I think that's actually Matt hasn't said as much, but I feel like it's in the back of his head that he's going to be bummed out that like I can't enjoy all the festivities and all that stuff, you know. And also, I have to be kind of careful if it's a really hot day and I'm just out like in open bleachers. I probably can't sit there for a solid six hours. I'm going to have to be getting up, walking around, which we're probably going to be doing anyway. But, like, I don't want to get stuck in a situation where I'm so uncomfortable or I get too hot and then I'm nauseous and then I'm, like, trying to get out through all these people. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's on the rocks right now. We're still figuring things out. But um, but But it's coming up. I know. It's coming up. We have until the 11th to make a decision uh, because that's when we can actually cancel the hotel still and not get dinged for it. 
So we'll see. And I am tempted to do like a more romantic baby moon. And if I can use, have like a cushier fund to do that, maybe that's the way we go. Speaking of cushy or fun, could you hand me that cushy fun? Because you jinxed me. <laughs> I jinxed week. you. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. And now I have a Wait, fat ticket to pay no, for. No, you jinxed yourself. <laughs> Leslie's trying to um, pa- pawn this off on me. It's Lexan's fault. <laughs> so, um, what day was that? I want to say it was like, it was the day where you had like, booked day it's like tuesday or wednesday i can't remember i think it was tuesday yeah and i was driving and i was going 72 and a 55 but to be fair i was also going down a hill and so i I wasn't necessarily going that fast i was just going that fast because i was going down the hill yeah and i'm passing this i I passed the state trooper i hit my brakes he hits his brakes i immediately know what's gonna happen so i just went ahead and pulled off on the side of the road (laughs) I was like, <laughs> she preemptively yeah. pulled herself over. <laughs> I did. And you know, um, do you wear glasses? Or no, contacts? contacts. Yeah. Okay. Is it on your driver's license? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know, like, he walked up to my car and he was like, this is, this is ridiculous. <sighs> he walks up to my car. I can't see. It's nighttime. I'm trying to, like, preface this. I had Barrick's ball bag and I was trying to make it to his practice because yeah. uh, he didn't have any of his stuff. And I'm already going to be 20 minutes late. And my husband's the coach. He'll figure it out. But, like, I feel bad, right? My kid's not prepared. So I was kind of rushing. So, anyways, he, when he pulls up behind me, he puts his spotlight on. And it's right in my side view mirror. Ooh. So I can't see. He's blinding me. And so I'm, like, leaned over into, like, my center console. Um, but he comes up and he was like, do you have your driver's license and insurance? And I'm like, why my driver's license? I don't know about my insurance. Like it's online. I I don't. I'll try and pull it up. Like my husband has it. This is ridiculous. I should. I'm an adult. I should know. <laughs> you don't have the little is. printed out card. Yeah. Like who does that anymore? <laughs> Do you have that? Matt put it in my car. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so I don't have this. I'm trying to pull it up on my phone. And as I'm trying to pull this up on my phone, he goes, "You got your contacts in?" And I said, "No, sir." Never been asked this question. I have been pulled over several times in the state of Tennessee, but I've never been asked this question. So then he goes, so I'm still looking. He goes, so, you know, your tags are expired. Oh, and I just look up and I go, sounds like I'm over three. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. So he's like, all right, well, you keep looking for that. And he comes back and he's like, well, your insurance was attached to your you know, he was, he, he was a very nice. He was able officer. to pull it up. Yeah. He didn't give me a ticket for not having my contacts. He did write me a ticket for the speeding, but he helped me out. And um, he didn't give me a ticket for the contacts, which he said would have been like very expensive. I didn't know they could ask that question because contacts to me are something that just kind of like blends into your face. Like, I how do you lied. even know? I could have lied, but like. I don't want to be that person. I'm going to tell the truth. I wonder if you could have said, here's me lying, but been like, I've had LASIK since. How would they know? How would they know? Well, and normally I either have like my prescription sunglasses or my prescription glasses in the car with me. Yeah. But this day, I I mean, I, le- I was from like Northwest Tennessee all the way down to like Southeast. Like it was... I was going an hour and a half in each direction from where we live. 
that day. One of those days. And <laughs> I walked out. Trust me, I suffered all day without, you know. But anyway, so you jinxed me. I'm sorry. If I'll you take send it. your F1 money to me. I w- <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a little consolation gift. No. <laughs> Uh, my sincere apologies yeah (laughs) well and then this weekend we did the dixie chicks concert so here's like another little plug that i'm not trying to plug but i'm going to plug for him um the michael church team with fairway um he invited us out he got the lexus lounge suite at the bridgestone arena for the dixie chicks concert well the chicks because they don't go by dixie chicks anymore yeah um which was super nice. Like, I've been in the Lexus Lounge before, mm-hmm. but I've never been in the Lexus Lounge where, like, I didn't have to pay for any alcohol. <laughs> so it was Open like, bar. Oh, yeah. And you could just go. And so it was an, I mean, the whole night was just, you could go to any bar and get, you know, whatever you wanted. And so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and super nice of him to invite some of us out to that. That was, like, a real treat. Yeah. On the other hand... The Chicks. It was the worst concert I've ever been to. Tell I've never seen so many people sitting. Now, were they just not entertaining? Yeah, it was horrible. That's too bad. I think we got maybe like four of their old songs. Their mm-hmm. new stuff is, uh, which I didn't listen. I was literally just there for the old stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the new stuff is terrible. But then it just turned really political. Mm. And I think that we have to listen to so much of that in our everyday life. Yeah. You know, t- you turn on the TV, you turn on the radio, you're just talking to somebody on the street. And it's like, you go to a concert, take it away from all of that. Yeah. And it just... That is something on the chicks end, like whoever is doing their PR or whatever. It's them personally. Needs to, or them, someone needs to give them some feedback. Okay, listen, the Dixie Chicks were humongous. They literally like turned so many people who were never into country into loving country. They had some of the best songs for their time. They're big hitters. That if you you play now, most people are going to sing. Yes, because they know them. Because they were so good. They were so good. They were so big. Like, keep it on that high. Don't start switching it up, thinking you're going to like you know force all this other stuff on your fans your fans are not there to hear your political stuff and they're not there to hear music that literally i don't even know if it's getting airplay because i haven't even heard any of their new stuff like just lean into the moment play the old stuff that everyone is honestly that's what everyone was that was that was what everybody was there for yeah i like i i kind of turned around and i looked and like so many people were just sitting and i was like they're disappointed. Yeah. And then, like, then the political stuff started. And I was like, I'm out. And yeah. then all these other people were like, yeah, we're out, too. We and have enough was, things to worry about. Yeah. I just want to go to a fun I just concert. wanted to have fun. Yeah. Just wanted to have fun. So Ugh. that was a little disappointing. Um, but overall, like, we had a good, we had a fun night. I yeah. mean, Megan and I hit up every buffet. <laughs> That was, and if you've ever been in the Lexus Lounge, there's, like, six of them. Is there? Yes. And I've each never one has been something in there. different. And there's, of course, like, several bars and, like, sports screens everywhere. It was, um, it was, I mean, it was fun. And the company was great. If you ever get to hang out with Michael Church, like, he's fun. His whole crew is just, they're a good time. Yeah. Carrie, 
hilarious you know <laughs> i mean so anyways we had a good time oh that's good was um nashville just pop in that night yeah i mean as it always is as it always is why yeah. do i even ask yeah. yeah parking wasn't horrible we parked in the music city center um and it was like 20 bucks so i that was great because normally you pay like 40 somewhere else yeah. but um yeah there's so many people downtown oh, i bet um speaking of nashville and what's going on downtown uh this weekend there's a couple of um things going actually there's not much i i don't know when that macaroni festival is going on because i didn't see that come up for this weekend it must be later in october but there's the greek festival happening i don't like greek food i think it's disgusting you don't like greek Mm -hmm. food you don't like a euro or a hero, however they say it. I don't know. Gyro. You... I just say gyro. Gyro. Southern. <laughs> I think I used to call it gyro, and then someone corrected me. I heard it was hero, and then hero, and then I hear I am saying a euro. <laughs> Who know? If you know what this is called, please correct us. Yeah, because um, clearly I love have Greek no idea. food. I love Greek food. I actually mm, the tzatziki or whatever um, stuff. I love that. There's a bug in here. Um, sorry. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know. I think Greek people, like the culture just seems like so much fun. And then there's a lot of people I follow who have been to Greece recently on vacation. And they're saying it is one of the best places you can go. I want to go to Santorini so bad. Oh, yes. Have you ever, I mean, well, I guess you've probably seen pictures. Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks stunning. Yeah. Like that is on my bucket list. Um, yeah. We're talking about for like our 10 year anniversary doing yeah. like two weeks in Europe and it's coming up. So I only have to wait like two more years. Um, <laughs> but I really want I want to do that. But what I want to do is like charter a yacht that's off the coast of Santorini, like yes. in the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. and then go and like spend a week on land. I'm gonna have to sell more houses if I want that to happen. So if you need to buy or sell a home, it'll <laughs> Please give me a call. I have big help her big fund dreams. her trip too. Well, is Mykonos is also right over there, mm-hmm. right? That was the one I also heard was amazing, mm-hmm. and yeah. the resorts there, and that like the people and the culture is just so laid back and fun, and it's it's just beautiful and definitely bucket list item. I just don't know what I would eat. I wonder if it's one of those places where like. How we know Greek food here is completely, completely different as if you were to go there. So I'm sure I'm sure you would find something. They've got to have something good. They can't just be euros, heroes, gyros all day. Well, and maybe <laughs> here's the thing. So I had never had a hero, euro, gyro. Okay. Yeah. Gyro. I don't know. I'd never had one until I moved to Dixon. Well, Again, for those who don't understand our town, it's about as country bumpkin as it can get. Okay. And we're it tries. 30 minutes west, 35 <laughs> minutes west of Nashville. Yeah. Okay. So we are, we are country bumpkin now. Yeah. Here. Yeah. And I went to the little local place. Now, this is no dig on them. I just don't know that this is what they intended to be. Mm-hmm. But I order this. No, my husband brought home this gyro. Well, I don't know, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And it was like smothered in ranch dressing like it was the most bizarre thing ranch dressing ranch dressing. not the tzatziki the cucumber dill um 
creamy sauce. Is it white? It's white, but it okay, shouldn't this was taste just like ranch. ranch. Yeah. And I was like, it's supposed to taste like dill, like a lot of dill and cucumber. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, no. well, then that's different. Yeah, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. So maybe I should go into Nashville and try yes. one because I feel like it's probably you're going to find something more authentic. I there. highly recommend that. Now, like um, the Euro or Hero is i love it i i like it i used to in california there was a place that was called babaloo's i think that was their name oh my god i love this place it was so good it was so authentic and they had it with um lamb and i'm not normally a lamb eater but whatever they did to this lamb was so good and then they had chicken in your face you're like i don't know about that. because i think that <laughs> lamb is usually isn't it like really gamey red um i don't know i've known it as more gamey and i think also some people don't like eating lamb just like the visual of eating yeah, lamb like a cute little baby i know lamb, and you just <sighs> slaughtered it I'm so, and then yeah, ate it like, i know Poor baby. Well, they have chicken they have they do beef they do other things <gasps> we own a pig now you, what? Speaking of animals. Anyways, continue. Yeah, I'll get there. Okay, we'll get back to that. Um, So good. And the tzatziki. I can't say that word. Um, The falafel. Do you Have you ever had falafel before? I've heard of falafel, but I thought that was a German. Gosh, no, I, falafel is. I swear more, I eat more, more than spices. just steak and potatoes. Well, in Dixon, you're not getting the full. Maybe I shouldn't say you're this. only getting Mexican restaurants and fast food. You're they try and and I think it's it's and they it's just different in other areas, you know, and I think that also some restaurants have to kind of cater to what people are used to eating. Mm. So they may switch up the menu a little bit. It may not be as authentic as, you know, what you'd find in Nashville. So anyways, I'm going to get off that point, but because um, I'm going to say something that is going to be taken the wrong way. But I think that you should definitely go into Nashville, and I'm sure that there is a really, really good, authentic Greek place that you could try. And um, maybe, have to do that. maybe you'll be converted. Um, the other event that I thought was fun, which I've heard about before, not in Nashville, but it's in Franklin in the West Haven community called the Porch Fest. And if anyone has ever been into West Haven, West Haven is the townhomes that's West Haven. My understanding is that whole area where, yes, there's townhomes, but there's also regular homes and multimillion dollar homes. It looks like you are driving into Disneyland to me or like Disney World because every single home is pristine, perfect perfectly manicured with an American flag out front. It's beautiful, perfect little sidewalks. I mean, there's nothing bad about it. It's just like, it's the ideal little community. And yeah, you can- That you need a million dollars to live in. You do. It's it's expensive. But it's also, they have their lake and then they have- their own little grocery yeah, store, okay. their own little wine store, all that. Uh, to I was going to say that's it's that all little West like, Haven, right? Like downtown type. Like they have their own little downtown. It's their own little live, work, play community. Um, and it's very sought after in Franklin. So they do this porch fest and um, down by the lake there. And they're going to have, you know, music and all kinds of stuff. And apparently you don't have to be a resident of West Haven. Anyone can go and enjoy the porch fest 
So that's a cute idea. It is cute. And I think it really brings everyone out. And I think West Haven is also one of those communities where it's like one of those golf cart communities where people, Ugh. every house has a golf cart and they, they dress them up and they just ride around and <laughs> do I miss that. that. That's stuff. what I miss about living back home is that obviously we're, we were like the golf capital of the world um, being in Myrtle Beach and so everybody had a golf cart and you would just take your evening ride in your golf cart around your neighborhood because everybody lived in a neighborhood Mm -hmm. or you lived on the beach so you could ride those side streets next to the beach and so I miss that so much and so my husband tried to give me a golf cart um, when we got married and Barrick decided he was going to run that golf cart down the hill and crash it. Oh, no. So said golf cart is dead. Yeah. And so now we have a ranger, but it's just not the same. same. It's not the same. Yeah. And so I'm so ready to retire and have my golf cart. You need that. Yeah, Yeah. You need that. Actually, in our neighborhood, there's a few people that have golf carts. And they go, I don't know where they go. I believe it, though, because you, you live in such a neighborhood where it's a nice neighborhood, but it's all hills. It's so, all hills. Yeah. yeah but, so when they're riding down the road, they just look, I mean, on Sundays, you should just see everybody's out in their yeah. golf carts. And, and I mean, I love our neighborhood, but I'm like, where are you going to, though? You don't, you just, <laughs> you just ride around the neighborhood. No, I know. But I thought, I was like, well, maybe they're like kind of driving over to the little creek area, or maybe they're just going for a leisurely just going for a drive and it is a nice there is some nice little back streets over there so i am trying to convince matt that we need a a golf cart um i don't think it's going to take much convincing though because he's always um admiring other people's golf carts so you need to get one yeah i really really want one and can you imagine how much fun cars well obviously barrack had a great time on the golf carts. he was (laughs) he was one and a half or two and our backyard is it's downhill it was downhill and we had the golf cart parked and you know in a golf cart all you have to do is hit the gas pedal and the brake comes off yeah um so he had hopped up in it and he hit the and we're all outside he hits the gas pedal and hops up in the seat and turns around and he's looking at us as he's flying down, my husband goes chasing after him, like rolls, like he trips and rolls and tumbles and Barrett goes and, and we're all just like screaming, like, oh my God, my kid's about to die. Like this probably could have been really bad. Um, and it just takes, a, it hits a stump or something that forces it to take a, a sharp left hand turn oh, and he slams into a tree. Oh my God. He was fine. He was oh, like, you know, sitting on the back, just grinning at us. I mean, just having the best time. Oh, yeah. I have so many stories. That was the ride of his life. Yeah. I mean, but he destroyed, he destroyed the golf cart. He took that same golf cart prior to that event and slammed, like hit the gas and I'm hitting the brakes. Well, it doesn't work. Okay. And it hits Dylan's like $800 bike (gasps) and breaks it, like tears up the front end. That was. Man, that little barrack. I got stories for days. Oh, gosh. Just wait till he's 13. Oh. Nope. He's just gonna be locked in his room. <laughs> Matt tells me the stories of when he was little, when he was, you know, in his teenage years. Like 
they were like shooting paintball guns off the back of a truck going through the middle of town and they got in so much i don't know it's just boys boys just love that stuff wilder than ever we actually got a i got a phone call from my mom when we were in nashville for my birthday and she said the police are here i would just want to let you know and i'm in a bar like i can't hear anything yeah so i walk out and she's you know i knew something was wrong and she was like you know they're looking for more bullet casings there were some in the driveway and some on this side road next to our house and I guess these teenagers were just driving down the road, like, shooting mailbox. Oh, no. Like, mailboxes and trees, like, signs yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But that was directly at my house. Oh, I mean, heck no. They missed my mailbox, you know? Um, so that was a little scary. That gives me and I'm just like, get your teenage sons under control. Absolutely. But. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's, yeah. That that's no joke. That kind of stuff that's a little bit too out there for me. Like th- that kid better be grounded. Like, well, I for mean, a long time. But what would he have done if he had killed somebody? Absolutely, his, his, his life would be life over. over. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, speaking of um, not so great things, um, it was sad news this weekend. Not to mm-hmm. be a downer on the podcast because that's not what we do, but. Uh, I think it is worth mentioning that um, a fellow real estate agent in the Nashville area, Nick, I always say his name wrong, Nick Cardiles, Cardiles, might be Cardiles. I did not know who he was. Oh, okay. So I was familiar with him. Um, I think, I don't, I went to some, something at a previous, at my previous brokerage, there was something and he spoke and so I started following him and I've talked to him before because there was actually a home in Nashville that he had listed. Um, it was like a town home. And I got to talk to him one day cause I was just asking some questions about it. Super sweet guy, very nice guy. Uh, a lot of people may know him. He was an ex, um, NHL player and he also dated, or he was the ex fiance of Savannah Chrisley. Um, And I want to say he was also on Million Dollar Listing. I'm not sure. I couldn't find that. I could have sworn he was on there, though. But, um, yeah, it was sad. It was a motorcycle accident. I guess he was, they're saying he was not impaired, but that um, he was on his bike, his motorcycle, in downtown Nashville at, like, 3 a.m. And he missed a stop, or someone missed a stop. And, unfortunately, it ended up in Nick passing away so very sad day in real estate um, because he was um, from everything that I've gathered just a really true gem of a person and a really great agent yeah I kind of went down the rabbit hole looking at his profile and you know it seems like he did very well and everybody seemed to really like him yeah so yeah sad to hear but I I had not heard of him until. Yeah, that's why you got to be careful on motorcycles, man. I mean, that's the one thing that scares me. It's the one reason Matt will not get a motorcycle. He used to have them, but he's had so many friends get severely injured. Well, it's not like you, you don't have to worry about yourself, right? Because you're in control. Right. It's other people. Yeah. Um, And you're so exposed mm -hmm. in a motorcycle compared to a car. Want to go ride a back road on a motorcycle? Absolutely. Anytime. Interstate? 
No. It's like you're playing Frogger. Yeah. And thank goodness here, uh, motorcyclists can't split lanes here, but they can in California, and it's terrifying. What do you mean split lanes? Split lanes means that they can go and weave in between the cars. Okay. So that's obviously not it's allowed. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. But they do it. Really? Mm-hmm. I've I've seen motorcyclists behave here, but I, I mean, I'm sure it does happen. Or yeah. maybe they just don't know. You're not allowed to do it here, but um yeah anyways very sad about nick um but moving on um we did also want to talk about well i saw an article that was um listing the tennessee cities with the fastest growing home prices and i thought it was really interesting because they all kind of seem to be in the same area and let me pull up my list so coming in at number one is knoxville Really? Mm-hmm. Number one, Knoxville. Number two, Chattanooga. Really? Yeah. Like, no offense, but <laughs> there's nothing in Chattanooga. Like, there. Well, you've driven through, right? Like, there's I stayed no in Chattanooga. City. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love it. Like, my family dates, my father's family dates back there for, I don't know like probably centuries like they're all buried <laughs> there it's i mean long yeah. history of family there yeah but like there's i don't know okay we were what we when we went to chattanooga it was because people had told us oh my gosh you gotta go to chattanooga you gotta go stay there you, there's so much to do blah blah we went to chattanooga and Matt i like and how I, you say chattanooga 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 okay chat i gotta slow it down yeah chattanooga <laughs> chattanooga <laughs> um the I think we felt like we stayed maybe in the wrong area. We we were like, where where is everyone? It was very quiet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not some like hustling bustling city. So it's not what we were told. But anyway, I do know that like outside of the city, though, there is like a lot of um, like there's that area called Dayton. Mm-hmm. I want to say that they may be saying Chattanooga, but I'm wondering if they're, they're really talking like the about the out, outlying yeah. areas because that's the more rural areas, right? Or there's parks over there. Yeah, like you've got Rossville, which yeah. is like right on the line, but like it's, you know, right next. Well, Rossville's on the line of Georgia, but like I would imagine that those home prices are probably rising as well because it's literally on the line and there's bodies of water over there too. and there's bodies of water right yeah and then so yeah i mean you got Ottawa and soddy mm-hmm. daisy and lookout mountain and i mean i guess it's probably growing i just i don't know how because i don't know that there's these big companies like knoxville makes sense mm-hmm. it's yeah it's a big city kind of i'm Not wondering really, if but. maybe it's more the retirement community is really kind of i don't had, need well i've had a something. lot of clients who what is the name of this little town? Mary, not Maryville. Shoot. Morristown. Morristown. Mm-hmm. That like, they're all That's coming. number five. That's number five. Okay, mm-hmm. so what's three and four? So Johnson City and then. Yeah, they Til- all want to co- go there. Tullahoma, Manchester. Yes, like what is mm-hmm. it that. And then, and, but this is the point is that, okay, and then there's Kingsport, Bristol. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Cookville. Yeah, that's all going towards Knoxville. It's all going east of 
So it's it's essentially East Tennessee is now I the area that, that's blowing up. I think that people wanted to be in Nashville. Yeah. And then they came here and the home prices are too they high. They got priced out. But they still like what we have to offer. And they're just finding that they can get that same thing mm-hmm. in East Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. You can get... So in Middle Tennessee right now, even in Dixon... You want to have a 2,000, 3,000 square foot house that's newer on five acres. You're paying six, seven, eight, nine, up to a million. You go to East Tennessee, and the further east you go, you could get that for four or five. Right. So there's a, there is a difference in the so home prices, but they're going to go up is what this article is saying. So that kind of takes me to kind of what I had noted was I saw this graphic that somebody pulled the data for Middle Tennessee. And it was, we're listing these homes at, I'm just going to throw a number out there, at $600,000. I think this is as close as I'm going to get to this. But then they're not selling at that price. In fact, they're selling almost $150,000 to $200,000 less mm-hmm. so they're being listed at six hundred thousand dollars the actual sale price is somewhere around like 450 mm-hmm. yeah. so which brings me to two things one is that as agents we are overpricing these homes yes like grossly overpricing these homes one million percent and do i think it's all of our fault yeah yeah because two is we're not having these realistic expectation conversations Mm -hmm. with our clients to say this is not 2020 and 2021 these home buyers lost 50 to 75 thousand dollars of buying power overnight Mm -hmm. when interest rates got higher right so why are we i'd say even more than that i'd say more than that because i have some clients and i know a year and a half ago what they what their mortgage is mm-hmm. for a four hundred thousand dollar home? That same mortgage amount this year is the same as a three hundred thousand dollar home. Yeah, I mean, and and we're not having those conversations because I think there's a scarcity mindset right. of I'm not going to have a listing if I don't tell them what they want to hear. Right. I'm not and. For me, I'm not going to take this listing if I'm going to waste my time. No, you don't want it to sit. Right? Like, I don't want it to sit. I want them. And that's not to say that I'm going to, you know, underprice it to make it sell fast. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm going to have this conversation of, I, you may not like what I'm about to say, but just know I'm always going to be honest with you. Right. Your home's not going to sell at this price. Right. And I think that the numbers are really starting to show that. Mm-hmm. And I think as agents, we need to take those numbers and show these sellers. Otherwise, what are we doing? Well, and I think two sellers are in a tough spot. It's just a tough spot in this market right now because... Well, I mean, you miss the market. You miss the market. The market isn't adjusting to what you need now mm-hmm. to once you've sold your home, what you're, how are you going to be able to buy the home that you're supposed to kind of somewhat be right. upgrading to most likely. So it, it is a tough market. I think you're completely right. It's like the education piece 
is severely lacking in a lot of I see stuff getting listed every day and I'm like overpriced 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 yeah, I just overpriced. had I just had one of our agents text me this morning and she said how is this worth $298 a square foot yep and I said it's not Mm-mm. no part of that home Mm-mm. is worth you know and it's gonna sit yeah it's gonna sit or it's and I'm gonna I think I'm gonna hang on to that one and see what it actually ends up closing for mm-hmm. but well and then at the in the end you're gonna end up by not pricing it correctly at, or just not being honest with your mm-hmm. seller, your seller is going to actually get more frustrated with you because they're right. going to want someone to blame. Yeah. And it's never going to be themselves. It's never going to be themselves. Yeah. So it's a lesson for everyone right now. So, you know, we'll see as things go on. But um, I think it's going to hold steady like this for a little bit. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. At least until election time. But I don't... and like I posted about the other day, we're never going to see a two and a half percent interest rate. And we're probably not ever going to see a three again. No. Right. Mm-mm. So at some point, you know, prices are going to have to come down. But the reason why prices aren't coming down is because we have no inventory. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to come off of those low interest rates. No, absolutely they have not. To. Nope. So. Nope. There are definitely those people that have to move mm-hmm. and then they can't and help they'll it. always be. There yeah. always will be. Yeah. But, the number of those people versus those people who want to move. That's the difference. Right. They're like, why can I make so much money off my house? And you're like, mm, mm, I don't know. <laughs> not, not like you think you are. <laughs> um, well, moving on, um, I think we should talk about our Southernisms. Yeah. Roxanne always has to keep us on track because she has the notes. <laughs> I feel like she leads the show. <laughs> well, it's just because I just started bringing an iPad. But um, yeah, I, I do feel in control. I like it. No, I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> You're the boss. I'm just here. No. <laughs> you can have the iPad next time. <laughs> um, okay. So, Leslie, I want to know, do you know what nabs are? I feel like, yes, I know. Like, I've heard of this, but in this moment... I, I could not tell you what that is. Okay. So this was a question that Landon raised the other day, our favorite Landon Talks on Instagram. He was asking, do you guys know what nabs are? He knows them as those little snacks in the, <gasps> the salad thing. Yes, that are yeah. the, the bright orange with yes. the peanut butter mm-hmm. in the middle. And people were sounding off in the comments like, they are like, I know what those are, and I'm from the South, but I've never called it a nab. I have, My grandparents called it that. Nabs. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and I think he was also kind of saying, you can call anything a nab that is in the cellophane package. Yeah, because when you started saying that, it didn't, like, it didn't go... It didn't register that you were about to say the orange crackers. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of just the normal like peanut butter crackers. Mm -hmm. And like my school nurse growing up would say like, you know, if you went in, your stomach was hurting or whatever. She'd say, go grab some nabs and, you know, in a Sprite and see if that makes it feel better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've never heard. Well, obviously not from the South. So I wouldn't have heard of nabs. I've never. I mean, I know what they are. We had those, too. But I've never you had just it call them like crackers. We just call them crackers. Um, but actually, even some people from the South in in the comments, because he's got a lot of followers now. He's got a ton of comments on there. They were 
they were like, I've never heard it called that. And then some people were, were totally all about it. And some people were saying that I think like it's a play off of the Nabisco brand. So That's why it was called Nabs. Yeah. So I, I could see like the, the abbreviation or at least that would make sense in my head. But yeah, no, it was my grandparents used to call it that. That's mm-hmm. cute. Nabs. Nabs. Are you going to start calling it Nabs now? I mean, we don't really eat them. Like, do you keep them in your house? <sighs> no. Yeah, I don't either. Mm-mm. Well, the other question that I had for you is a homecoming question. And you just went through homecoming. <laughs> Which, did we talk about that last episode? I have no idea. Okay. So... There's two types of homecomings. Is there? There is. Actually, you have your church homecoming. Okay. And you have a school homecoming. Okay. What's a church homecoming? A church homecoming is a lot like a school homecoming in that it's usually in the fall. And you get together. It's like a big potluck dinner, which is kind of weird because growing up, I feel like you we would have these potluck dinners Every Sunday. But this Sunday was different because we called it homecoming. And everybody would get together and... um, At the church. At the church. Because you always had like a fellowship center, which was basically a big kitchen for everybody to come and sit and eat. And we had tables and... Okay. um, You know, separate from the church building. So it was like next door and you'd go next door. You'd walk outside and go next door. Anyways. Um, so that's a church homecoming. Okay. And basically you just all have lunch together after church service. Everybody would hang around. I miss those days a lot. I was actually showing a house on Sunday and I was like driving out in the country towards Paris, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And you saw them all like walking out of the church and walking into the fellowship center next door. And I was like, oh, I kind of miss that. Like I miss those days when you mm-hmm. just like ate lunch with your church family next anyways. That's cool. So there's that homecoming. Mm-hmm. Then you have your school homecoming. Yeah. Which are two completely different things. Two completely different <laughs> things. Um, school homecoming is... Um, well, you just went through it. How was your experience? <laughs> I mean, here in Dixon, they really love their homecoming, their high school homecoming. And I think because for so long, that was all there was to... Like, that was the big to-do. You know, Mm -hmm. there wasn't anything else to do in Dixon. Mm -hmm. And that was a big event. And it was just, honestly, it was no different than my high school homecoming. Really? Um, My mom didn't attend my homecoming. Mm -hmm. Did your mom, did your parents come to your high school homecoming? No, and I wanted to bring this up because I feel like my homecoming experience is probably extremely different than what it is here. So... What I'm getting the sense of here and kind of what um, I saw Landon talk about because he brought this up too was um, the decorations, how moms are involved. And he was also talking about a tradition where they make these mums, these mum like medals with ribbons and stuff like that. And the and the um, the the boys give the girl the mum thing okay so and then the moms are somehow involved and i guess it's a really huge thing in texas so i was i was going to ask you kind of what does that look like here though okay so here again really different from where i grew up and how we did things you know we had our homecoming float we it was at one kid's house 
you know, we had like maybe two or three parents involved, but it was a kid thing. Mm -hmm. And all, you know, the teenagers would go to that house. They, we decorate our halls at school. So there was a night for that. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't have a homecoming dance. Um, We just had our football game. We had our floats. Somebody won. Done. Mm -hmm. Here, it's a whole thing. Okay. Okay. And every night, they were up at the school, so I guess, like, each grade had their float in a certain spot that they were working on it mm-hmm. at the school. And there, I've never seen that parking lot so packed, even for football games. I mean, I think every parent from Dixon County who graduated from Dixon County was at that school. <laughs> and they were up there helping and putting these floats together. And then there was, like, skit practices, and, you know, they put on a little performance. And then I was told, like, well... On homecoming, you have to come and you have to stand up top and watch. Honestly, could have lived without it. But again, I think it's for the teenagers. I don't think it's for us to be there, but that's a whole nother deal for another day. But but they do have a dance. So each grade will like kids, whoever wants to participate will get together and they'll put together like a skit based on their theme, which we did this when we were in high school too at our pep rally. Okay. So no big deal. Um yeah, I mean, ho- the general idea of homecoming is still the same. I just think people in Dixon just, they think very highly of their homecoming. Hmm. I would say for for me, homecoming was because he, he was also saying, and this kind of touches on what you just said, like the alumni got involved and the parents get involved and all that stuff. I have never desired to go back to my high school. Oh, no. Homecoming. like, And no. I loved my high school. I went to a... a top tier school yeah never like those days are gone like they're gone they're gone, they're gone for a like, reason yeah like we, li- we lived it we're yeah done. and i had a great high school experience loved every bit of it but yeah i don't need to go back I don't there need to go back so and then he was saying that a lot of times they in some southern areas they will um line up like the class reunions around the same time as homecoming and See, then never that's heard how the, all the alumni get involved and all that stuff so for us on the west coast i mean i don't think it has the same charm that it does here we were it was very much like yeah we were excited for homecoming uh, it was very big at the football game like they come out they you know i don't know they're it, it's just did a you guys to have do. a homecoming dance we had a home that's what it was all about yeah see and i was don't understand. The, the friday night football game um and then the homecoming dance i want to say was the next day on saturday ours was always after see they cut off our homecoming dance the year i went into high school mm. but it was always after the football game you'd go to the homecoming dance so i don't yeah i i would have rather have been like a homecoming dance in this i don't Honestly, I don't know. The, speaking of the pinning, though, with the flowers, yeah, the football players came down to the cheerleaders and pinned them. Okay, I don't know what significance that is plays. Like probably I, some old timey thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yes, the girls were pinned. I don't remember if we did anything like that. I feel like when it came time to like prom, like senior prom, we maybe did more of that charming type stuff that was like the bigger deal. Homecoming just wasn't as big of a, it was a big deal in its own right because you had the football game and then you had 
um, the dance the next day. But I feel like ours was maybe not so innocent. This sounds very wholesome. I just remember this our homecoming not, dances were like turnt. They were <laughs> like these skits, they, yeah. these skits were a little turnt. They were a little turned. They were a little okay. Turned. They were and a little I was bit like, gay. They were, and I was like, "Oh, what am I like, watching?" Yeah, I, I. There was a moment where I felt uncomfortable being Ugh. in there. Yeah, and that's not ever a feeling you want to feel as a parent. As a parent, but as a kid, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, as a teenager. They're, they're dancing the newest, newest moves. dance. Yeah, which are really. It's the probably the latest TikTok really, uh, yeah, dance. I mean, but know. was it any worse than what we did? I just no. remember there being. I think that homecoming was kind of like the, and not to say I went to a school. I, we went to again, like kind of same. One of the number one schools, public schools in California. It was a very nice town, but there was always a prevalence of. Somebody got busted for drugs. Somebody got <gasps> busted for drinking. Somebody so, got busted for speaking this. Speaking of, I walked out into that parking lot one night, or I had my windows down because one night we were there until eleven thirty. Oh, and, Lord. you know, I go to bed at eight o'clock, so yeah. this was rough. And I like rolled down my window to like try and stay awake from the noise and just the natural air, whatever. Yeah. And um, all I could smell was weed, oh. and I was like. Well, somebody's gonna hide in this parking lot. Where you at? <laughs> like, yeah, can yeah. I join you? Because I'm not gonna be here for this much longer. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was. I don't ever remember there being 11:30 nights. I don't remember my mm-hmm. parents, anyone's parents, really being involved. I feel like the Same. school very much handled everything, everything, and they had the homecoming committees. Yes, and Every the, they very much handled. And they were all, I feel like the homecoming committee people were all very much the goody two-shoes of the school. So in that respect, it was very clean and all very good intentioned. But, you know, there was the craziness that went on because you got a bunch of teenagers together. I was was telling my husband, I just don't remember. I remember one parent being there, but gosh, this was the one parent, like, we were at her house to build the float. Like, she was super involved and she was a substitute teacher and Miss Price and she was amazing and... Um, but like, I just don't remember aside from her, I really don't remember any other parents like being overly involved. And so like, I was telling Addison this and I'm like, this is, this is your high school moment. And I don't want to be that parent that's because it wasn't like that for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with my mom not having been there for those moments. You know what I mean? Like it, I'm okay with that. And I'm I okay. Think letting, I wanted my mom there. Yeah, I didn't want my mom there either. <laughs> um, and so at first she was like, I don't want you to come. <laughs> but then I think she realized that all of her friends' parents were going to be there. Oh. Again, most who graduated from Dixon. Gotcha. Um, and so she wanted. And so I went, but I'm standing there going, <laughs> okay. I don't know that this is what everybody hyped it to be. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to find it. But. And maybe if you were alumni, you'd be like more invested. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I'm reliving my glory days. I don't know. It's not a thing. I don't like I really don't. I, I just don't know what the parents places there, honestly. But I you know agree what? With that. To each their own. I and I get it. Like we only have like I only have four more years with Addison, you know, three and yeah. a half if we if we want to get technical. Right. Um, and then she's going to be off at college and then she's really not going to want me around. So I am trying to be there for every little thing. And at the same time, I'm trying to step back and say, these are your moments. Yeah. And I want you to live them. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Anyway, I know. 
Well, um, moving on, have you been keeping up with selling the OC? I got ahead of you. I actually got ahead. Okay. I got ahead. One night I was mm-hmm. like, F it. I'm just gonna. Okay. So can we talk about how Polly and what's his face like made out in the office? Yes, they did. And it was and pretty very, sure I would like very inappropriate. <laughs> pretty sure I would have like fired somebody up in here. I can't believe like the gall that they had. I mean, apparently they were drunk and they, you know, but why whatever. are you in the office drunk? They have a bar in there. Okay. Do you remember in the back where I everyone? Mean, we have a ton of champagne in here. Yeah, but we're just not the, you know. I think if you had like a legit bar in the Blue Door office, well, maybe happen. things would get a little crazier, but I don't think anything like that. Yeah. No, and it really, you don't need a bar in a brokerage office. No. We don't need that. But they have it in the Oppenheim. You see it on the, like, next time you see, like, he's got all the expensive bottles up there. But um, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's <laughs> what it was. Got my $14 bottle of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We're really living it big. Yeah. I saw the orange juice sitting out. That's old. I got to throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously they probably have cameras, so could it have been added for the storyline? Probably. You know, could they have known they were going to get caught? I really like him and the Alex girl together. Me too. I think that they're perfect. I think they're adorable. I don't see him and Polly, but I, I thought it was really funny that people were like so up in arms about him and Polly. Yeah, granted, they shouldn't have done it in the Oppenheim office, but I think there also people were like just shocked him and Polly. And I'm like, Polly is like the good time gal. She just but seems in a classy way. Fun and like no strings attached mm-hmm. and she doesn't care. But in a good way. Because yeah. then you've got Rose who's like, a good time gal mm-hmm. in like a not okay way. Not okay way. Yeah. Um, I think that Alex and Tyler, I don't know. I think maybe I got to episode four. Um, so far, I don't think anything really has happened between like strongly or seriously between Tyler and Alex. She was also talking to Polly um, or no, she was talking to someone and they were like, oh, no, she was talking to Polly. She's like, is he a good kisser? Mm-hmm. And Alex was playing it off like, like, she just, she was like, is he a good kisser? I don't know. Oh, yeah. And she was like, I, I haven't gotten that far. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. And then there was the incident where Rose had an inappropriate conversation with somebody's client. Yeah. With, um, whose client was it? It was, um, Alex's. That's right. It was mm-hmm. Alex's. Yeah. Do you think it happened? Because Rose was denying, denying, denying. And I that so. girl, she, the way she talks is so, like, monotone. It, okay. I didn't think she had much of a personality. No. So. Still robotic I, Barbie. I do. I think she tried to steal that client. Because then she tried to, like, talk negatively about that client. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, girl. And then she was like. Well, let's just call him and clear it up. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And Alex's face kind of changed because obviously in that moment, you're like, well, are you telling the truth or are you not telling yeah. the truth? And then you're like, but am I really going to call my client? Because yeah. then that's like embarrassing. Bringing the me. whole drama yeah. into your client. So I don't know. And now it seems like Rose and Jarvis are on the rocks mm-hmm. because um, 
I think what Jarvis just feels like she's not on the same page as Rose. Right. And can we talk about, is it Jarvis that's been like engaged? A she's the super, super skinny one the who's blonde, getting, yeah. who's getting married to Sergio. Right. But I think she's yeah. been engaged a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but did you see the ring on her finger? <gasps> did you see her dress though? Yes. It was it was a gorgeous dress. I mean, she. Hey, hopefully it sticks. I don't know. <laughs> hopefully she actually gets married she and she gets to, to keep that stuff. <laughs> well, it sounds like, but they called her the ring collector because she yeah. just keeps getting engaged and then she just keeps the rings after. I feel like there's very little real estate in this. There is. There's very little. But we also have to talk about um, Allie, the Nashville girl. I got a lot of thoughts because I got far enough ahead now to where... Where you can have an opinion. I can have an opinion. She thinks she's the Kardashian of Nashville and her parents... Yes. Like, I guess her family's from here. Yeah. And her fiance just happens, or boyfriend, whatever, just happens to fly out to the OC. Yeah. And she wants to do, like, part-time real estate in the OC. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no. Mm-mm. she came in a little too hot like for, it, for it my liking it was uncomfortable she was like yeah we're the kardashians of the south pretty much girl no you're not and it's like did mm, you make a sex tape in nashville i, don't I haven't think seen so. it <laughs> i know there's some things some requirements you have to tick off before and people yeah. have to actually know who you are i have no idea who her fa- and, and i'm sure there are people in nashville who know her family it, yeah you know they showed her parents home yeah so her Which name is okay. Her name is Allie Harper. So that name just never rang. I I looked her up and I went on her Instagram, and and um, I would assume she only has a ton of Instagram followers now because of the show. Well, she also was Miss Tennessee, so I think she's been in the when? public eye a little bit. I don't. I think it was like five years ago or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But when I when she said the Miss Tennessee piece, I was like. Oh, that might be why she looks familiar. I don't know why I would know that, but for some reason that clicked for me and I was like, I might remember her. But the thing is, is that like, I I don't ever hear that family's name. Like I don't, and I mean, granted, I haven't grown up here. Maybe people know about the famous Harpers, but I just, I I I was unaware. I I was unaware. unaware. And she, um... I don't know. I was looking at the comments because I kind of wanted to see what people were saying to her. And I would say she's getting a lot of love. She's getting a ton of love on Instagram. They're like, yes, the South is representing in the OC. Welcome, fellow Southern uh, transplant. And there were like Southern California real estate agents that were like, glad to have you in the area. The thing is, she's not even a real estate agent yet. Well, here's the thing. Maybe she's a nice person. Yeah. Okay. But she came in and it was very uncomfortable to see her interactions, to see like, and to watch the way that like Gio responded to, you know, I mean, he didn't, I mean, I'm, I have the same sentiments as him. Like you can't just fly in occasionally and go, yeah, I'm going to be a real estate agent today. Um, At the Oppenheim group no, group, no less. Yeah, exactly. So there was that. And then, you know, the the whole Kardashian, like, was there another name you could have dropped, maybe? Like, 
the Kardashians? Like, so you're telling me that you're like a little trashy, a little raunchy. And you're a billionaire. And you're a bill. Yeah. Like, that's what you're telling us about yourself. Like, and she came in like too overly excited. But I think it was just because there's cameras. I think it was the show. I think... Well, what some people were saying is that it was ob- it was obvious to them that she was already going to be on the show. And this was the way they spun it as like mm-hmm. in reality, you know, just for good TV. They were like, OK, well, this is how we're going to make her, her entrance. Yeah. But the thing is, is that she's not if she's not even a real estate agent yet. And she also said that she wanted to dabble in the Nashville market, too. So she's not even a real estate agent in Nashville yet. So she's I Have just we confirmed that I haven't confirmed it yet. Mm-hmm. You should look it up on your on your broker (laughs) broker apps but um (laughs) what was so funny is that matt again i sucked him into this into this series so he was watching with me and he said that girl's not from nashville and i was like well how do you know she says she is she's from tennessee she was miss tennessee and he's like well if i'm being honest she sounds like a Californian that moved to Nashville, and now she's moving back to California. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? Says, like, Bingo. <laughs> but then she says, like, her family. No, and that's the thing. She just she's doesn't. She's not a licensed agent. She doesn't strike me as a as a southern. Like, I don't know something about her. I was like, you are you're already Californified. She had that air about her, so I was like. It's just not what I was expecting. And then I also wasn't expecting Jarvis to say she's like from Alabama or or Arkansas. I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah, she did. Say, she was like, oh, I love having a fellow Southern girl in the office. And I was like, huh? What? I wouldn't have guessed that because she feels Neither very OC. Yeah. Well, and Allie feels very, very OC mm-hmm. now. And I just... I don't know. We'll see what happens, but um, I I don't know. I so far in the show, I love Polly. I love Alex. I love Tyler. I love Geo. Yeah, my those are my four. <laughs> yes, those are my four. The rest of them just feel either like super fake or there's too much drama. Like it's not. Yeah, they're polarizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I love Geo, he had the party where he had the ice <gasps> sculpture of himself. I know. I was trying to think of like what party can I have that there's an ice sculpture of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> ooh, when when Blue Door hits five years, I'll just have a sculpture of me. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's your baby. <laughs> well, yeah, but I thought like, and then he came in on the boat with the matching suit. I love that man so I much. Know, I want I love like him. I want his deals. I want his, like, just his, how he, like, outwardly expresses his personality. Because I think if I walked around town in, you know, a bright pink suit or yellow or whatever, just very, like, vibrant red. Like, he's always wearing that red suit. Like, people would look at me like I was crazy. But, like, it's totally acceptable. Or maybe it's not, but he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's just a little bit, um... He's a little sassy. He's a little flamboyant. Yeah. But, you know, he's very comfortable in himself. Yeah. And he he also drives a red car. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I love him. He's all about luxury and good clothes and yeah. strong personality. I love Gio. Yeah. He's so. the best. All right. Well, that um, kind of wraps up. Episode today. 11. Episode 11. Mm-hmm. So, 
thanks for hanging with us. We'll have more Nashville news next week and a little more Selling OC next week and all the stuff in between. Sounds good. See you guys next time. If you enjoyed this episode of The Nashville Darlings, please subscribe and find us on Instagram at The Nashville Darlings.